1: Yishai Fleischer, and I'm honored to have him on as we celebrate Veterans Day in the United States today and tomorrow. Mr. Fleischer, good morning. How are you?
0: Good morning, Sid. Uh, God bless you, and uh, God bless the memory of all those who fell in protecting the United States.
1: Well, that's uh, beautiful. Thank you for uh, saying that, uh, me and all those wonderful people, and you're one of them. Thank God you're with us today, but you suddenly put your life on the line, nearly killed in, in, uh, in Lebanon. Where are you calling me from this morning? Are you here or back in Israel?
0: Uh, I live in Israel, and I'm calling you from Israel. I'm calling you from the area of Israel that has been known for thousands of years as Judea. Uh, this is south of Jerusalem, about 30 minutes south of Jerusalem, and uh, the beautiful town of Ephrat, which is within this area of Judea. And I'm heading south today to Hebron. In order to celebrate the, uh, the Bible portion that we read today, which is all about the first purchase of Abraham in the land of Israel, specifically in Hebron, a place that would become the tomb of the patriarchs and matriarchs, the tomb of Abraham and Sarah, Isaac, Rebekah, Jacob, and Leah. So. We're celebrating there today. That's, that's a big and important Sabbath for us uh, this, uh, this weekend.
1: That's right. You're hours ahead of us there, so you're about to celebrate Shabbat uh, coming up uh, shortly, and that's going to be the Torah reading, which is fantastic. I will be at uh, two different shuls next weekend, Friday, in my neighborhood uh, for Shabbat dinner, and Saturday I've been invited by Dove Hyken to join him at his shul in Cedarhurst. So I'll tell you what Hamas did for me, Mr. Fleischer. I did not go to shul on a regular basis wasn't even a member of a shul. And I go to shul on the high holy days, and believe me when I tell you, I'm very proud of my heritage, very. I'll fight you in the streets. I will. But now what Hamas has done, it's brought the real Jew out in me to the point, I'm going to go to two different shuls next weekend. That's how strongly I feel now about people like you, Mr. Fleischer, and my Jewish brethren. That's what they did to me. They didn't make me weaker. They made me stronger.
0: Well, that's good news, and, and uh, you are amongst a lot of people here in Israel that have taken upon themselves more Judaism, more outward signs of Judaism. Um, and um, that's in contradistinction to exactly what Hamas has wanted to achieve. They've wanted to cause depression, economic depression, uh, depression of, of, of mothers thinking about their children either killed or abducted. And just a nation that, like, is in a little bit of mourning, and there is an aspect of that. There's unquestionably an aspect of that. But then there's the battle side of the Jewish people, which is, have, has been awakened, and we're out there fighting with our army in Gaza. We're in a, we're, we're ready to fight in Judea and Samaria or in Lebanon or in any other place. And we're going to stake our, our – our, we're going to put down our stake and make sure the line is drawn and that the Jewish state is not going to be, uh, once again, a surprise like this. And so, so the fight is on, and uh, and a lot of times for the Jewish people, it's through these um, great challenges, these cataclysms, that we reawaken and, and we get become closer to God, to our identity, to ourselves, to our brothers and sisters, uh, and um, and 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 that's what's going to surprise uh, the Hamas and the Jihad and the haters that that we are not going down. We're going up through this.
1: It's an amazing place, Yeshai, where you are this morning, Israel. Just. An unbelievable country. It's one real democracy in the Middle East, and everybody hates you basically. Yet, when you look at the contribution Israel has made around the world, and I'm talking Yishai, not just intelligence, because everybody knows man for man, you've got the best army in the world. You blow us away. Not just that, but technology, medicine. A little country nestled away, hated by every just about every neighbor, and what you guys have done. Over the years is remarkable, but it is Veterans Day here, and you got a big Sabbath reading tonight. Let's concentrate on just the military aspect. Why are you guys so good? Why are you guys so good with that?
0: let, Let me let me make one correction, though. Everything you said is right, but I want to make one correction. Truth is, is that there's a lot of people around the world that love Israel. If it's the Muslims of Azerbaijan if it's the Muslims of northern Iraq, Kurdistan, if it's the, the Hindus in India, and many other people, and certainly millions and millions of lovers of Israel in the United States, uh, from New York to Texas, I've been everywhere and everywhere I go, uh, from synagogues to churches to other kinds of places, folks are with us. Folks are with us. Anybody who's an NRA member it's with us, okay? There's many other folks that are with us out there. Folks, I'll
1: tell, I'll, really, but I'll, tell you, why I'll tell you why I say that to you. It's because you're right. No, you're right, and I always... I uh, tell my wife, Danielle, she gets very despondent, very upset. I go, listen, we are still loved, But if you're in New York right now, you shy, but you're not. Right. And you saw it not, not once a week, not once a month. Every day, every day, there are pro-Palestinian rallies. Now, I led a pro-Israel rally with Curtis Sliwa two weeks ago in front of NYU. It was a rainy day. We had about 30 people. These Mm pro-Palestine rallies, they've got 4,000, 5,000, 7,000. They're taking over our bridges. They're taking over our streets. So maybe I come from a place here in New York where you just don't feel it because they're out there in big numbers, my friend. Yeah.
0: Well, those folks are not just anti-Israel. They're anti-Israelism is a way to actually pronounce their anti-Americanism. They want to take down America, the America that you know. They want to take down New York. That you know, that, that that amazing city that is also in large measure a, a Jewish city. They want to destroy all that. They want to destroy that so that they can take over America, so that they can destroy Israel by detaching it from its natural allies. And they mean business, those guys. And and so that's not just about defense of Israel. Everybody's got to wake up to that.
1: You're right about, about want that. Want
0: to take away? Yep.
1: Yep. They want to yep. take
0: away your Ivy League yep. schools, which means they want to take away your next generation. Uh, a, a, a TikTok is going to show them pro Hamas crap and they're going to eat it up. And they want to take away the next generation of Americans and turn it into either a China or the next Hamas or whatever it is. And, 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 and everybody out there has to wake up and, and understand it. And that's why people like, like like yourself and Curtis Lee are out there in the streets, but people are asleep. They don't understand what this is all about. This is a civilizational battle, civilizational battle. They want to, They want to uh, force their civilization upon us and subdue us that 's what islam means it 's subduing This is you know a radical form of islam or jihadism i 'm not saying every Muslim is like that, not at all, but we have to be real. Those folks that are calling for the destruction of Israel, which is what palestine is it 's not for two state solution it 's for the destruction of israel that 's why they 're rallying right now not to save Palestinian lives but to make the Hamas continues to be successful so that it can continue its job to destroy Israel altogether. Those folks are coming for Israel, and then they want, to, they want to break what Israel stands for. The next target is the United States. I mean, the truth is that's what September 11th was. Yeah. Okay, but we, we haven't woken up to it fully. We don't exactly understand what's going on. But these guys are serious. And that's why I have to tell you, before I answer you why Israel's good in the military, why we're smart at intelligence, I don't want to go there. I think we actually have to go to a defensive posture right now. We have to, we have to be serious. We have to take our enemies seriously and not gloat over our successes. We have to be like, hey, there's a serious takeover that's try- that, that, that they're trying to effectuate. Right. we got to get out there and block them seriously. So what you told me about, about you and Curtis Lee while being with 30 folks, that's not right. We've got to fix that. We've got to get everybody like to understand this is not a time to play games and pat each other on the back and tell ourselves how good we are. Forget that. We've got to realize how serious this attack is. We've got to get out there and fight it or else they're going to take over because they are not joking around. And that's that's part of the problem. I'm not going to tell you now that Israeli intelligence is great because we failed. We failed because we took them not seriously. And it's time to take this attack seriously and to get out there and push back.
1: My God, I see why you're a radio host and a podcast host. I mean, I may have to hang up on you before you take my job. <laughs> you're that good. And you're, you're right. you doing a great job. Nobody's going to take your job. No. You're out there. You're, you're, thank you're you. are You're,
0: you're t- telling the truth, and people are listening to you, and you're an important thank platform. You. So well, keep it up. Thank
1: you. But but you made a great point, too, which is this is not just a Jewish issue, it's an American issue. I do want to, about four more minutes to go. I, I can't hang out because I love you. Uh, tell me, um, on a personal note, that time in Lebanon where you were nearly killed, uh, what were you doing there? I'm a member of the IDF. Obviously, what year was that, and what were the specifics that day?
0: 1995, I was in the paratroopers, and uh, we we had a security belt in southern Lebanon that protected from exactly the kind of rockets that today Hamas – excuse me, Hezbollah has uh, tra- trained at Israel. <clears throat> excuse me. We had a situation there where we didn't want the Hezbollah to take over and have these rockets. So we had the security belt. And one day we identified some um, um, roadside bombs. And these roadside bombs were meant for to blow us up. So we brought in the anti-bomb unit, the uh, uh, sappers. And these guys, the way that they were working, first thing that they did was they took a, a Barrett big uh, 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 long gun, and they were shooting at this thing so that they would blow up the bomb before they even had to approach it. And when they shot at one of those bombs, it turns out that that bomb was tied into yet another bomb that was much closer to me. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly... Uh, As they shot that shot, I suddenly um, uh, felt myself on the floor. I didn't know what happened. I felt a pain under my shoulder, and I reached down, and I saw there was blood there. And it turned out that a ball bearing had exploded out of that roadside bomb, shot into my uh, uh, broke my scapula, and w- if it would have come a little bit more, it would have uh, broken through and gone to my lungs or to, or to my heart. Oh, God, thank God, God it got jammed in that yeah. in the scapula. Yeah. And uh, okay, thank God they they removed the ball bearing, and and I'm here to tell the tale. Uh, but that was Hezbollah in 1995. Today they're not using roadside bombs. They have super accurate, you know, missiles, 150,000 of them, and I think that it behooves the, the state of Israel to not wait any longer and to make sure that that threat on our northern border is eliminated. Israel is a post-Holocaust, never-again country. We should not allow our enemies to arm themselves and prepare themselves to attack us because they will.